This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the BetQL Audio Network. Welcome in on this Thursday. That means Ross Tucker is in the house, or EP Eli Hershkovich, uh, board hopping Jay Kassan at downtown Chicago over in Philadelphia, directing Dylan Burns. And on the graphics, we have Jake Galley. We'll be bouncing all around today in the world of sports. Uh, Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus will be here in about 20 minutes. We'll check in with our friend Michael Gallagher, covers the NBA for Establish the Run, and a couple of pro bettors will drop by to talk about college basketball and the NHL. And uh, Ross Tucker, man, it's <laughs> we're waiting on free agency. The countdown is on, but uh, with the tags going out earlier this week, Dak gets his massive deal, and we have breaking news this morning in the NFL with uh, the team that most would argue is the most talented team, even though they lost in the last game of the season. Right, and that is that Eric Fisher, their left tackle, who just tore his Achilles in the AFC Championship game, was released by the Chiefs. And this is where I start to get angry, Joe. I don't like to start a show angry. Mm. Kind of reminds me of Bill Murray and Groundhog Day. Don't drive angry. Don't drive angry. <laughs> I am – this really annoys me. Because maybe they would have done this anyway, Joe. Maybe. But the guy tears his Achilles in the AFC Championship game. And a month later, they just cut him. Like that, that is the part of football and the business of football that is just so crappy. And I know people, like there are people who think, oh, he gets the money anyway. No, he doesn't. He doesn't get the money. He, it, the, a, an injury from the prior year does not entitle you to compensation the next year unless you had an injury guarantee in your contract for the following year. So this is how dirty it is, Joe. And maybe it's not dirty. Maybe it's just business. But, I mean, the guy started a million games for them, been a very good left tackle, and salary cap goes down, tears his Achilles. We don't know how he'll come back from it. We can save a bunch of dough. Goodbye, Eric Fisher. 
$18 million is what Kansas City is going to save. This was announced on Fisher's Instagram uh, this Thursday morning. And we also find out that Mitchell Schwartz is going too. Amazing. In the Super Bowl, why'd they lose? We all know. They lost that game up front. They didn't have uh, the tackles. Fisher, Schwartz, much of the year. And then, boom, now the season's over. They can save $18 million. As you mentioned, the cap is going down. You have to make tough decisions, and uh, this is the one that they made. They, they uh, decided to subtract from the offensive line instead of uh, some other weapons on the team. Well, and both those guys, I believe, Mitchell Schwartz, I hadn't even seen the Schwartz thing. He got released too, Joe? Rappaport just mentioned that he was also going. Let me uh, let me double check and just to, so I can read it from Rappaport. Yeah, I said left tackle Eric Fisher announced on Instagram that he's been released. The team is also releasing Mitchell Schwartz, source said. So Mitch Schwartz had a back surgery. I mean, this is how this is how dirty the business is. It really, it really pisses me off. It really does, Joe. And if you can tell, I got cut one year into a three-year contract, the best year of my career. I started 13 games for Buffalo in 04. We went nine and four in those games. I played the last three with a herniated disc in my back. But then I had to get back surgery, and it took me a little while to come back from it. Boom, cut. It's just when unbelievable. Were you cut? When were you What's cut? That? When were you cut? One in the year. Well, well, so they cut me at the end of training camp. So I come back. Everything I did was to try to get ready for the first day of training camp. In the conditioning test, Joe, I'm running. Everything's fine. Boom. I tear my hamstring. Had never done that before or since. Had never torn a muscle before. So somehow, some way, Joe, you'll never convince me it wasn't related to the back, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, they did my L4, L5, my L5S1 discectomy, foraminotomy, laminotomy. So when they mess with your back like that, you're just a little different. Like the structure of your body's a little different. And I tore my hamstring, came back a couple weeks later, sprained my neck. And they just thought at that point, he's damaged goods. He's, you know, everything's related to his spine and they cut me. One year into a three-year deal. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see more of this, right? Now that the the official cap number is out, we're, we're going to see more players added to the list of free agents that uh, started to come out a few days ago? Yeah. 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 I mean, honestly, Joe, it's going to be crazy because these teams have to get down. And the thing is, is a lot of these contracts were designed with the idea that the, that the salary cap this year would be 210. At least 210. Instead, mm-hmm. it's 182.5. So you see these guys getting cut, Riley Reef and Kevin Zeitler. You know, from the Chiefs standpoint, Riley Reef has been very durable. They probably think they can sign Riley Reef for one year, five million bucks, which is a lot cheaper than Eric Fisher and Mitch Schwartz. And I, I understand why uh right now they knew this was coming. So I'm not going to cry for the teams and the tough spots of these general managers are going to be in as you will continue to see news like this coming out from Schefter, Rappaport, and some of the NFL insiders. However, if you want to make the case, oh, well, 
you know, they're about to announce this mega TV contract. They've got gambling coming in, gambling money coming in, which we talk about every single day. And there's more and more content like this. I, I certainly understand why people would make the case. Why is the cap going down so much? Well, just because it, it's always a reflection of the year prior. And there was nobody in the stands. Yep. And that's a lot of money. You know, think about all of the ticket sales, Joe. Think about all of the parking concessions. It's a lot of money. I mean, they're lucky the TV money is so big that it doesn't go down more, you know? But, it, you know, look, the, the salary cap is a percentage of total revenue. And these guys all got, you know, there was nobody in the stands. Which, by the way, is why I was saying every player wanted as many people in the stands as possible. Because if you don't, like they didn't, it it comes back to haunt you. Really, Joe, the salary cap shouldn't even be this high. Yeah. Because th they're kind of borrowing a little bit from future years and trying to smooth it out. Otherwise, it would probably be below 170 is what it mm -hmm. really should be. But nobody wanted that much of a drop. So... Rather than it be down to 170 and then back up to like 220, they settled on 182 and a half. And then next year, it'll probably be like, well, depending on what happens, back to like 195. And it's going to take them two or three years to get back to where they otherwise would have been. That's Ross Tucker. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is BetQL Daily Live on the BetQL Audio Network, airing weekdays 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, you can catch us on Radio.com, live on 1430 in Denver. Subscribe to the podcast. We're also streaming on YouTube. Just check out the Radio.com Sports YouTube page. Uh, so with, with the news earlier this week of the guys that are tagged, and technically Dak was, that's just a procedural thing. He got his big deal, had the press conference on Wednesday. Good old Jerry entertaining, just as usual. Uh, $126 million guaranteed for Dak. Got a list of tag guys like Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson with the Bears, uh, with Jacksonville, Cam Anderson. A lot of the guys that we were expecting. And, and Eli was uh, asking us, well, is there anything that you learned? Anything about the the team that changes with the guys that were tagged. And I would argue that, no, I actually learned more about the teams that made the decision not to tag specific guys like Detroit, new head coach, new quarterback, uh, new entire coaching staff. And uh, they're saying, okay, Kenny Galladay, we're not going to tag you. Green Bay, many expected Aaron Jones not to get the tag. We'll see if they work out a deal. Chris Carson with Seattle, Sha Shaquille Griffin, with Seattle, Hunter Henry, John U. Smith. None of those guys are tagged. Uh, Ross, uh, would you agree that we learned more about those teams than, than the teams that tagged uh, the players? Yeah, I think so. Um, and here's some takeaways, Joe. I think we learned, number one, that the Detroit Lions are not really trying to win this year. Mm -mm. I mean, if, they, if priority one was trying to win football games this year, you don't take the chance of losing Kenny Galladay. You just don't. You don't do it. And they did. So I'm not going to say they're tanking, Joe. I don't think they're tanking. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But they're not trying. Right, success (laughs) in 2021 is not the primary objective here, okay? Mm -hmm. Trying to build, and by the way, maybe they're doing it right trying to build sustained long-term success. And they realize 2021 is not going to happen for them anyway. But we know that about the Lions. So what that means for our purposes is, I don't know what the number is going to be for the Lions, but look to take the under. Okay? What, what, would it, what would it have to be for you to say, oh, that's too low? Would it have to be three and a half or four and a half for you to say, ah, I just can't do that? Um... Four and a half, would you go under? The thing is, is they, they're going to get pretty competent quarterback play. Yeah. You know, like golf is not a terrible quarterback. They still so, don't have a defense. Anything under five and a half, and I haven't even looked to see where they're at yet, but I don't, they're not really even out yet, right? No, they're not. All right. They're anything not. under five and a half, I'd probably do it. I'm not going under four and a half, though. I, I think Jared Goff will be able to get them. Five wins. Um, so that's one thing we learned. Mm-hmm. The other thing we learned – oh, go ahead, Joe. No, go ahead. Uh, the other thing we learned is that nothing ever changes in Green Bay. Nothing. Now, we have to be a little bit careful here, Joe. And next Thursday will be amazing because I'm on every Thursday and free agency starts next Wednesday. Sort so, of. like, there will be <laughs> – what's that? Sort of. Got our right. tampering period on Monday. <laughs> right, right. There will be tampering Monday, Tuesday. Some deals will come. We'll hear about some deals. Wednesday certainly is when they can be official. But there will even be like deals coming down while you and I are doing the show next mm-hmm. Thursday. So people can get my instant reaction here on the radio.com app, which will be awesome. But uh, my point is, is – I, we can't go too far on the Lions and Galladay or the Packers and Aaron Jones just because they could resign those guys. Like they yep. could sign those guys to long-term deals and that could have been the goal and why they didn't do it. But if the Packers let Aaron Jones go, Joe, then mm-hmm. the more things change, the more they stay the same. The Packers have a commitment I've never seen a team that is so focused on the future that it enables them to be just good enough to not quite be good enough. That makes sense? Like the Packers are good enough to be just not quite good enough to get to the Super Bowl every year. I mean, Joe, since 1992, and I know you're a Bears guy and Bears fans hate Packers fans. Since 1992, they have had a top five quarterback. So this will be their 30th season of a top 25 quarterback. They have been to three Super Bowls. Tom Brady has won seven and been to 10. This will be the 20th year. No, 30th year. Of mm-hmm. the Packers having a top five quarterback. And they're not going to Super Bowl without Aaron Jones. I don't, I mean, they might not anyway, but I don't think AJ Dillon and Jamal. I mean, he's a he's a really good player. 
he makes a difference for them offensively. Aaron Rodgers must be about to go berserk. <laughs> Again, yes. I, I hope so bad Aaron Jones signs with somebody else so Aaron Rodgers can flip his lid. Yes, uh, that'll be hilarious. I am so ready for a free agency, Ross, for next Thursday and what we're going to get Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday with the tampering period and some of those reports. I am so ready. Last night, I, I hop on Twitter and it's just going insane. I'm like, what? There's no news. There's no buzz. There's a nothing. There's Josina Anderson, who has broken stories for ESPN when she worked there in the past. She tweets out, I still feel the Bears have to find a way to make something happen at quarterback. There's too much pressure on things going there in the 2021 season for that front office to stand. Pat goes on and on. Yes, that's the obvious. That's what everybody's saying. We've been saying uh, this for months now. And then four hours later, she tweets, Welp, dot, dot, dot. People are just freaking out. I'm like, can we just get to the news part, please? Can it's we get something concrete? It's Jeez. Such, oh, oh, Joe, one more big takeaway. One more big takeaway. This yeah. is important. Urban Meyer has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> Do they franchise tag Cam Robinson? Wait till we talk to Eric Eager about okay. Cam Robinson. He is, I mean, I'm not going to say he's the worst offensive tackle in the NFL. He's serviceable you don't pay a guy 14 million dollars for one year for serviceable yeah eager is going to drop by next our buddy from pro football focus talk about dak and based on his last couple podcasts it seems to, to throw out seems to believe that maybe the bears might get russell wilson that is next joe ostrowski ross tucker you're locked into the betql audio network